We start in Durham, where seven schools in the Durham School District were closed today due to teacher and staff members calling in sick to protest pay cuts. Durham School Board meets on Thursday to discuss this issue. No more actions are planned at this time by staff from Durham schools, but we'll keep you updated on this developing story if anything changes. Meanwhile, here in CHCCS, regularly scheduled day off for students coming up on Friday, teacher work day this Friday. So no school for students. Make sure you got that child care taken care of if you've got a child in Chapel Hill, Carborough City Schools. Turning to crime news now, we go up to Hillsboro shooting over the weekend. It was around 7 p.m. on Saturday in Fairview Park. Two victims suffered non-life-threatening injuries. One of those victims was a juvenile, and authorities ask you to contact the Orange County Sheriff's Office if you have any information about the shooting. Turning to local government news now, the Orange County School Board meets tonight at 7 o'clock for a work session. They'll discuss capital projects and recruiting and retaining teachers and staff. Carborough Town Council meets tonight in a closed session to discuss a personnel issue as they are getting closer to making a couple of high-profile town staff hires. Meanwhile, the Durham City Council meets tonight at 7 as well. You can find the links to those agendas as well as the rest of this week's local government meetings by visiting chapelboro.com. Now let's stop horsing around here and talk basketball as Chapel Hill is still celebrating UNC's 93-84 win over number 7 Duke on Saturday night here in Chapel Hill. Tar Heels powered past the Blue Devils on the strength of a 25-point, 10-rebound performance from Armando Baycott. Made his last home game against Duke a memorable one. 97.9 The Hills' Michael Coe tells us how the Tar Heels got vintage Armando on Saturday night. Sometime between UNC's loss at Georgia Tech on Tuesday and tip-off against Duke on Saturday, Hubert Davis and Armando Baycott had a conversation in the head coach's office. Normally, Davis likes these conversations to be about something other than basketball. This time, though, he said he made an exception. I mean, we had a really nice time together just, you know, talking about him and what is needed for him personally and for our team to be the best that he can be. People have told me that he's has said that, you know, he taking a reserve role or, you know, this is this person's team and my my role has changed. And I told him, I, I, I've never told you that. For us to be the best team that we can be, we need you being a dude. That's exactly what Baycott was against the Blue Devils, winning his matchup with Duke star Kyle Filipowski and registering his first double-double since January 13th. Baycott's 25 points also tied a season high. The big man, who had never experienced a home win over Duke inside a full Dean Smith Center, said he had something extra motivating him before tip-off. I knew we couldn't lose this game. I wouldn't allow us to lose this game. And, I mean, I see what everybody say. I told you, I don't miss nothing. And just going into this game, I mean, it was just a different fire. And, and really, I came in just pissed off just seeing, you know, some of the things people say. And I just love this university so much. And I think I see stuff like people questioning me and, like, how much I really wanted and stuff like that. I took that personal. R.J. Davis has frequently taken the spotlight from Baycott this season. And though Davis had a quieter game by his lofty standards, the senior guard said he was happy for his teammate to put on a dominant performance. Mondo was Mondo. Um, <laughs> for, you know, for it to be his last home game against Duke, um, 
I mean, that's one hell of a game right there. The way he was aggressive, he established his presence, and made sure his presence was felt. You know, man. We went to him early, and then we never looked back since. The win moves Carolina two games clear of second-place Virginia in the conference standings at 10-1, giving the Tar Heels the inside track to the top seed at next month's ACC tournament. And in Baycott's opinion, his team will have an advantage in the paint in every matchup until then. I think at the end of the day, ACC runs still me. I mean, all of the top bigs I play against, I feel like going in every matchup, I feel like I'm a win. And like I said, we got a great team, so it can be anybody night. But on these matchups, I just take them a little bit more personal. And I mean, I knew I would dominate. And if Baycott brings the same fire to every matchup that he did against the Blue Devils, it'd be hard to disagree with him. For 97.9 The Hill, I'm Michael Coe. Thank you, Michael. We'll talk more about that game when we get into sports here in a bit. Meanwhile, back here in Chapel Hill, during last week's Forum on the Hill panel discussion on climate and sustainability, Chapel Hill Community Sustainability Manager John Richardson shared several updates on town initiatives to better prepare for extreme climate events. He discussed how technology and partnerships with UNC can help make the community more resilient. Specifically, thinking about um, smart cities, technologies, ways that we can measure what's happening, um, the ways that things are changing. So one example, a project partnership with um, UNC, Dr. Mike Peeler, who is the director of the Institute for the Environment, also the chief sustainability officer at UNC. He led a capstone project with students uh, more than a year ago where they looked at one of the questions was uh, if we put out water sensors along some of our major creeks, could we predict uh, with any sort of certainty or have an early warning detection for low-lying areas that may end up flooding? And um, the work that they did, they put out five sensors, and the data was really beautiful, according to Mike, in that it showed about 75 minutes of lead time that we could have if those sensors were permanent. And so it's research like that locally that's pointed us in the direction of trying to make that permanent and using that information, uh, which we can get in real time. So our stormwater staff uses it, uh, but also our emergency management staff can use it and it can keep us better informed about how we can react to those storm events when they do happen. John Richardson speaking there. You can hear the entire climate and sustainability panel discussion as well as all the other panel discussions from last week by clicking on the forum tab at the top of chapelboro.com. Got some UNC news now as congratulations are in order for UNC grad Zena Cardman. She's been selected to go to space later this summer as part of a SpaceX mission to the International Space Station. Cardman has two degrees from UNC, a bachelor's in biology and a master's in marine science. Also over at UNC, we have a new dean for the School of Information and Library Sciences. Penn State professor Jeffrey Bardzell will take over that role effective April 1st. One other personnel issue here locally, Wendy Smith is now the new director of the Carborough Arts Center. You can find more information about that by visiting chapelboro.com. Also on chapelboro.com, a running tally of the numerous Black History Month activities in our community. You can check that out on our website. Time now to talk sports. We'll start sports by talking basketball some more. Fans still celebrating that big 93-84 win over 7th-ranked Duke. It was at the Smith Center on Saturday night. First time Coach John Shire had lost to UNC in 
almost definitely not the last. Third-ranked Tar Heels led the whole game most of the time by double digits. They also got double-doubles from Armando Baycott and a huge win from Harrison Ingram, who has also been named your ACC Player of the Week. Tar Heels stay at third in the rankings as both Purdue and UConn also had wins over the weekend. Tar Heels will be back at it tomorrow night, 7 o'clock tip, so our coverage will start at 5.30 here on 97.9 The Hill. means an early conclusion to news on the Hill tomorrow, so be ready for that as we'll get Brighton McConnell in here for a countdown to tip-off at 5.30. Also learned that Armando Baycott has been placed on the midseason top 10 list for the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award for the nation's top center. You can also visit Chapelboro.com for even more coverage of UNC basketball, including photos from the game, postseason reactor, post-game reactions on social media as well. Over to the women's side of things, not so great this weekend. UNC suffered their third loss in a row, fell out of the rankings as they lost in overtime to 17th-ranked Virginia Tech. Deja Kelly had 26, but shot pretty poorly from the floor, 6 of 24. The rest of the team followed suit, shooting just 32% overall. Here's head coach Courtney Banghart after the game. Clearly, we got a lot of heart. Uh, haven't had a, been able to make uh, plays down the stretch. Um, you know, and you, you, they, their heart keeps them in. It gives them a chance. But, but we've got we got to make shots and we got to make plays down the stretch, and we weren't able to do that today. But you know, good college basketball game, really good teams, tough league. We know there's another chance at them again. Tar Heels will have a week off, and then they have Duke next Sunday at Cameron Indoor. Elsewhere in sports, UNC Wrestling lost to 8th-ranked NC State on Friday. Also had gymnastics losing narrowly at Pitt on Friday, but UNC's Julia Noer won the individual all-around title. It's the ninth time she's done that. Congratulations to her. Men's tennis team lost 4-2 at Illinois on Saturday. And UNC women's golf sophomore Megan Stryker set a new UNC record by shooting 8-under 64 in the first round of the UCF Challenge in Orlando on Saturday. That's continuing today. UNC entered play today eight strokes ahead after two rounds. Also had UNC senior Cedric Gray in the Senior Bowl over the weekend in Alabama, finishing with four solo tackles hoping to get drafted in the upcoming NFL draft. Over to baseball, Diamond Heels picked finish second in the ACC Coastal Division in the upcoming season. That season will get underway in just two weeks. 